the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thank you, Bob France. I was on my way yesterday to Minnesota. I'm speaking. This is, I think, my first speech in front of a live audience in a year. Being in uh, Wisconsin over the border here from Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, God. It's not that cold. Believe it or not, it is not, it is not that bad. Uh, there are bad things about the Twin Cities, but the weather is not one of them. It is one, by the way, I have to tell you all, including my good friends, and they are, I, I love the people here at the Patriot AM 1280, WWTC, Twin Cities, have a very warm relationship for 20 years with these people. It is an ongoing puzzle in my life why this area of the country produces so many dangerous fools. The, it's, you are blessed in every way here, it, it, financially and economically. Socially, people get along with each other. Life is good. Uh, you, have the, you have your state fair every year where people mingle of, of every background and every, every outlook on life. Uh, what is wrong? Something has to be awry to produce so many terrible human beings. And I don't know what it is. I, I come here, it, it, people are delightful. I mean, it's, you know, they just are, even with masks on. Pleasure to see you. And I go, what? there's nothing to see. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know the answer. Maybe it, it really, there is the, the, my equation might be accurate. Boredom plus secularism equals radicalism. There's like, it's so good life in the American Midwest and the upper Midwest, like here, that people are straining for meaning. It's a, it's a very real, there, there's no challenge, and people want a challenge, so they invent one. America is racist. People who commit terrible crimes shouldn't be in prison. Anyway... You, you leave uh, you leave the Twin Cities and and you get into you know you don't have to go that far and people are simply nice. <laughs> Boredom plus secularism, my friends. Hey, uh, Sean, what was e equals MC squared? I gave it a definition. <laughs> the, 
<laughs> this was my new one. Emptiness equals major causes. Squared. When you're empty, you make up major causes to fill up your emptiness. That's what uh, Einstein meant with E equals MC squared. Emptiness leads to equals major causes squared. That's exactly right. Well, I have, uh, I got a hero, the governor of Texas, my new hero. I like heroes. It's great to have heroes. Uh, we, we are resuming real life, Texans. That, I have to say, given that I still cannot eat in a restaurant, you can eat in a restaurant in Minneapolis, as I did last night with my wife, and you cannot do that in in California. You certainly can't do that in uh, in L.A. County. There is zero scientific basis, zero. Do you understand we're living the, we're living the opposite of follow the science? It's follow the leftist. That, that's the truth. Follow the science? I'm all for it. Uh, so, to my great joy, President Biden really lashed into the governors of Mississippi and Texas. He said they're Neanderthals. Now, I have to say something. <laughs> what renders freedom Neanderthal? Even if you don't like the decision, why is it Neanderthal? That's really worth uh, analyzing. Why did the President of the United States say that it was Neanderthal to allow people to live a normal life a year after a virus spread in the country? So I, ha- I, I thought about this, and I, I still don't have a perfect answer, because people choose their words, especially a president who had time to think this was not his spontaneous reaction to his wife. This is what he announced to the country. It's Neanderthal. So Neanderthal is primitive, correct? It's pr- primitive. So this is, I think, p- part of the explanation. People on the left believe that they are on the moral arc of society. That if you don't have any non-left position is primitive. That's that's what they believe in their heart. There is no self-righteousness like leftist self-righteousness. There is none. I have been immersed with religious people and conservative people, liberal people. None of them have the self-righteousness of a leftist. They're prepared to to put you away uh, in wherever they take power to send you to a re-education camp at the very least, because they're so certain that they are right. That's why it's Neanderthal. He doesn't know it's Neanderthal. He doesn't even know it won't work. The staggering fear is that it will work. That makes living in Texas or Mississippi even more. Florida, I, I, I have to throw in because it's uh, uh, Governor DeSantis has been ahead of the curve. 
been anti-Neanderthal for so long. But it, it does make living in a free state. Look, it's, it's the Soviet states of America and the free states of America. They it, it, All but legally, they have seceded from one another. Gavin Newsom and the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, have nothing in common. You understand? Nothing. They, they speak English, and they're both American citizens. That's it. And what, what do I have in common with the leftists? I think this country is a wonderful place. I don't believe that racism is, is, is pandemic, if you will. I think that the biggest racists in the country are on the left. The contempt for blacks. Oh, this was great. I got. It reminds me of a great story. Last night, leaving the rental car place where I rented my car, I give you, when you rent your car, many of you know this, some of you do not, uh, before you leave the premises in your car, in your rental car, you give your license to somebody who checks you out. Make sure you're not stealing one of their cars. Completely uh, accurate uh, description and a completely acceptable policy. Understandable policy. And the, the uh, it's a young black guy. I'd say he's 25. Looks at me, looks at the license. Huh, I thought I recognized you, he said to me. And I, I said, I love your videos. I go, thank you. I'm really, really, and I was. I was delighted to hear that. And then he said, and I, I really, I would have happily kissed the guy. I'm not brainwashed. Is that awesome? I'm not brainwashed. And then added something to the effect that, uh, that blacks are used by the left. And, of course, that's exactly correct. Black, there is no racism in any numbers. I mean, there are Kate Ku Klux Klaners hiding somewhere. But there's no racism in any numbers that compares to leftist racism. We will, we have such, this is the leftist view. We have such contempt for blacks. We will no longer demand correct answers in math from them. That is their policy. That is contempt this 25-year-old black guy at National Rent-A-Car in Minneapolis knows that. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. 
I'm really happy. It it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, coming to you from Minneapolis, speaking in, uh, in Wisconsin tonight. First lecture before a whole audience uh, in a year. I would have I would have lectured before an audience a year ago. We've lived a gigantic uh, mistake, colossal mistake, at least uh, in terms of the welfare of the human race. But uh, there are those undoubtedly who have benefited, and. As I wrote about half a year ago, dress rehearsal for a police state. I never thought this way in my life, never. America, a police state? And now I believe it could happen with the acceptance and celebration of half the American people. The land of the free and the home of the brave is is a concept believed in uh, by uh, a uh, a small a smaller and smaller number of Americans, many many of whom don't even want that as the national anthem. Many of those as, uh, who don't believe in it. I was celebrating Texas and Mississippi. I wish other states would do it. This notion that if one person dies because you did something then the something is wrong is a new idea in history. New idea. You, do, you don't do anything good if someone might die as a social policy. So you, uh, it doesn't matter how many people go on drugs, how many addicts, recovering addicts, go back to drugs, how many suicides, how many kids get depressed, how much kids fall back in school, uh, how much loneliness is increased, how much uh, child abuse and spousal abuse and uh, boyfriend-girlfriend abuse takes place. It doesn't matter. We might save a life. The, the immaturity of such thinking uh, is mind-boggling. But uh, who cares if they're immature? Save a life. The fraud who is the governor of New York uh, has uh, said that. Remember, the, I wonder if you still have that from the beginning a year ago, Sean, where Governor Cuomo of New York said, if we save, if everything I am doing saves one life, of course, everything he's doing killed thousands. <laughs> this is the irony of, of the statement. But people buy it. If everything I'm doing saves one life. Lives. And if everything we do saves just one life, yeah, I'll be happy. That's right. That's it. That that pablum, that immoral doctrine. It's an immoral doctrine. I always gave the example of speed limits. If you lower the speed limit to, from fifty-five or sixty-five to forty-five, you will save lives. So why don't we do it? If right, save one life. 
You know how many lives would be saved if we banned automobiles and, and people only could take public transport or bicycle? I who what, Tens of thousands, I, I wonder. By the way, that was the thinking of the people uh, behind prohibition. If we can only save one life, then it's all worth it. Why are liberals against prohibition? Uh, they have contempt, utter contempt. It is unanimous among liberals as well as leftists that prohibition was asinine. But if the doctrine is if we can only save one life, then it's worth it. Prohibition was a great idea. A lot of people die from alcohol. So what do you say? Ah, but the the argument is ah, but look at the uh, look at the price paid. Uh, yes, that's the point. Look at the price paid. Whenever people buy something, they ask, "What does it cost? What is the price?" That should be one's question whenever anything happens. What is the price? That's it. One eight Prager seven seven six. Lori in uh, neighbor right now, Bloomington, Minnesota. Hello, Lori. Hi. Welcome to fifty degrees and sunny. How are you? Uh, it's un- unbelievable. Uh, absolutely. I know. I know. See that quote from Cuomo: "If he could save one life, you mean like in the nursing homes?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, right. Exactly. What I'm calling about is. Um, This is just a hypothesis. I only went to college for a year, so I might be a dummy. But here's the thing. I think why we do what we do in Minnesota is because we have a highly educated class. We have the beauty of our Mother Earth, and we have the arts. That's what's wrong with Minnesota. I've lived here all my life, and I'm thinking about moving. I just, I don't know if I can take it. But anyway, Dennis... Welcome to the cities. I hope you enjoy your talk. Thanks for taking my call. See ya. Hmm. I think she should uh, bless God. If she believes in God, I suspect she does from her call. If she doesn't believe in God, she should bless luck or her parents that she only went to college for a year because it is enabled her to think more clearly. I do believe that. I do not ever speak in hyperbolic terms. Now, what did she say? Beauty, the arts, and well-educated. Hmm. That's a, there's a lot to be said for that. That's, that's the case on the West Coast, the staggering amount of beauty up and down from Washington to Oregon to California. Incredible beauty. Highly educated. And uh, and the arts. It's, it's interesting. Very sad, because all three should contribute to making decent people. But as one who was involved in the arts, as a part-time orchestra conductor... I I have long noted that great art does not make great people necessarily. Education makes worse people, 
in the West at this time. And beauty, I guess it enables you to worship nature. It's an intelligent call in large measure because she only went to college for a year. C'est le point. All right. So congratulations to Texas. Makes moving there or Mississippi very, very desirable. I prefer freedom even to great weather. That's that's how I'm thinking right now. Back in a moment, I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, y'all. I'm Dennis Prager in Minneapolis, speaking in Wisconsin tonight. First live audience. Now, it's an interesting thing. Wisconsin is not open to, to that extent. How are they having a live audience? I'll find out, and I'll obviously tell you tomorrow. This should have been happening the whole time. Viruses take place. Had, this is, let me lay out, this is my belief. I will lay it out clearly. If they had gone to therapeutics, specifically ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine with zinc, hydroxychloroquine without zinc is, is Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who has been using it since the beginning and curing hundreds, if not thousands, is like a gun without bullets. Clear? Clear? Hydroxychloroquine without zinc is like a gun without bullets. So not, not terribly effective, shall we say. Had we gone that route and the quarantining of the highly vulnerable, life would have been better. But America was not alone in doing this, obviously. Within America, the left has been a much bigger proponent of controlling people's lives because they believe in controlling people's lives. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. They believe in controlling people's lives. They are a wrecking ball to the West and to America. The H.R. 1 voting, quote, rights bill passes the House. Not a single Republican voted for it. John Fund, who has always been an understated person on American politics, considered one of the greatest, most knowledgeable authorities on politics in the United States, wrote a column that this is the most dangerous bill in his life because the left wishes to destroy the voting process. That's all it is, is destroy the voting process. I'll read to you from from that in the course of the show, which reminds me, do I have a, uh, yes, I do. I, my, my apologies here. I have a guest. Huh. All right. Let me go to my guest, Donald Devine, Senior Scholar at the Fund for American Studies and former Professor of Government at the University of Maryland. He's now written a book, and if it's not important to the book, I don't have the author on. The Enduring Tension, Capitalism and the Moral Order. Professor Devine, I'm sorry that I... I'm in Minnesota, so it's uh, it's not the same as I'm back home. Where are you? I am uh, in Maryland, outside of Washington. Lucky you! <laughs> <laughs> what a great place to be! 
actually, the weather is very nice today. Yeah. Uh-huh. If, hey, listen, if weather were the criterion, I would be delighted in California. Correct. A little, that is right. So why does it say former professor at the University of Maryland? Did did you did you retire? Did you just want to leave? What did you do? Well, a guy named Ronald Reagan came along and uh, he convinced this professor to, that he should uh, help him become president. Uh, so uh, I uh, I left the University of Maryland. Uh, although they were very happy to see me leave as a conservative. I left and went to run the, the federal bureaucracy for Ronald Reagan uh, for his first term, uh, and uh, he kind of changed my whole life. <laughs> um, I've been both a professor and an activist, uh, um, and uh, had the great experience of working for the government uh, because uh, I learned one thing absolutely clearly, and I've been studying and writing on it ever since, uh, and it doesn't work. Uh, today, uh, you're saved from the Washington Post, but today the front page, big story, uh, carried inside a big story, and uh, on page two, uh, 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 a column on it that's uh, headed, in a bureaucracy, no one has answers. Uh, I mean, that's the basic fact to me of what's going on uh, in the government today. Uh, and she is a very liberal woman writing here uh, uh, about the bureaucracy. No one has answers. Uh, uh, the fact is, that's the problem. This bureaucracy doesn't work. It's doing too much. It's overwhelmed the top uh, progressive uh, professor in the United States, uh, Paul. Uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> tell me that when we get back. I got. I have to break, and I'm going to mention uh, his book when we come back again. Let there be no doubt, big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now is the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search Search for things, watch videos, or even click a link. Big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com dash Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Prager to get three extra months free, expressvpn.com slash Prager. Hi everybody, Dennis Prager here. The thing one of the things we most need today is a moral, not just economic, moral defense of capitalism. And it's been written now. Donald Devine, that's not spelled as the divinity, D-E-V-I-N-E, has written it formerly of the University of Maryland. It's titled, The Enduring Tension, Capitalism and the Moral Order. 
and the book is up at DennisPrager.com. So uh, Donald Devine, some thinkers have said that capitalism and the free market are so successful that the seeds of their own demise are planted because when people have prosperity, uh, as as I have said a, a lot here, my, my listeners have heard me say this so often, uh, affluence plus secularism, boredom, affluence, and secularism equals extremism. Any thoughts on that? That's right down there. And I'd like to say a few seconds here. Uh, I want to congratulate you. I, I know you wrote it a couple of years ago, but your your comments on uh, uh, on Genesis is just a super super book. Uh, but well, thank I'll you get very back much. To selling my book, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will happily. Uh, uh, um, I mean, that is the the copy of the. Uh, title of the book, Enduring Tension, is the tension between uh, capitalist freedom and moral order. You've you got to have both, and really, the whole history of Western civilization, which I try to uh, spend a lot of time on, is about that tension, uh, and that tension is always there, I mean, as you uh, put so well in Genesis, I mean, the, 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 the Creator gave us this freedom, and this freedom is a very dangerous thing. I mean, the fact that God could give human beings the, the freedom to disobey Him. I mean, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. other religion, no other way of thinking uh, in the world could come up mm-hmm. with something like that. Uh, right. Uh, and that freedom is there. It's a dangerous thing, and it, it needs protections. It, it, society needs these things. Uh, uh, capitalism came out of that idea that that, that man is free, uh, uh, and for most of the history, it at least kept this idea uh, of the necessity of the moral order and, and being responsible to this creator. Uh, Unfortunately, as you've documented well here uh, so many times, uh, we're losing that. uh, And if we lose that, we lose capitalism. And by the way, we're losing capitalism, too. Uh, I mean, right now, the Federal Reserve is running the market more than the market's running the Federal Reserve. uh, And that's why we're coming in a crisis, uh, you know, uh, People are worried about uh, President Biden and all he's doing, as well they should. Uh, uh, But the fact is, he is going to prove that uh, the system doesn't work once and for all. They've got control of of the political uh, arms, uh, and they're going to put this through. They're going to put it through, and uh, it ain't going to work. And actually, in the the short run, two years, four years, I think... uh, People are going to see very clearly that this system uh, of having uh, government try to run everything doesn't work. The bureaucracy, I mean, think of it. Our, our bureaucracy 
could not defend the capital of the United States from a ragtag uh, group of extremists, part of a, a larger uh, group of uh, uh, decent people. They could not stop, defend even the capital. And uh, hearings yesterday in Congress, I mean, were embarrassment uh, uh, recognized even by liberal people from the Washington Post. I mean, it, it, it's uh, the system doesn't work. Um, as my boss, Ronald Reagan, used to say, what made America great was federalism. What we did is we divided power. We sent it down to the lowest level possible that we could get things done. Uh, uh, that worked. What is the one thing that's worked recently? Uh, it's been distributing the uh, the, the uh, remedies for... Uh, uh, <coughs> for the, the pandemic drug. Uh, uh, um, and why did that happen? Because President uh, Trump uh, uh, decided to let the states to have the main thrust and, and went into immediate uh, ways with the private sector and got them to rush through all the government obstacles that, that are in their way. For that one moment we got him out of the way, everyone laughed that he couldn't possibly... Uh, uh, get the uh, the vaccines out by the end of the year, and he did uh, before the end of the year. Uh, and we've got to learn that our founders understood that you can't solve everything from the center. Uh, you have to get back where real people are and real people can make decisions. And unfortunately, the country's going to pay for this, but we're going to have an excellent example of that uh, the the Biden administration, uh, and what we on the more conservative side of the fence need to do during those two years uh, we're basically out of power is that we've got to go back and think of what made us great, and that's what I try to do. In, exactly in what you do, and you do it well. I want to thank you. This has been an honor to talk to you. A moral defense of capitalism the Enduring Tension, Capitalism and the Moral Order. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your work. The book is up at DennisPrager.com. The author, Donald Devine. All right, y'all. Again, the book of this uh, wonderful man, The Enduring Tension, Capitalism and the Moral Order, is up at uh, DennisPrager.com at Moral Defensive. Capitalism. There is uh, no bill that has been passed that is as, uh, perhaps as scary as H.R. 1. I'll read to you from John Fund next hour. And uh, not, one, uh, not one Republican voted for it in the House, but they can do whatever they want with their numbers. If you are a Republican in Georgia, and you didn't uh, vote in the for either of the Senate runoffs. Uh, you are uh, one who has uh, ruined this country by enabling the uh, the Democrats uh, to have fifty fifty, and there uh, thereby giving the uh, the power of the Senate to the uh, to the left. 
I don't know how many. I would love to know. Maybe so few that it's not even worth mentioning. But I I, I don't think it's few. People called this show and told me that they were not voting in Georgia because they believe the election is corrupt anyway. So, in other words, let's enable them to win without cheating. It's an intelligent view. However, look, I have made peace with the fact that uh, most people are governed by emotion, not by reason. But uh, my, uh, I have an enduring uh, anger at people, uh, Republicans in Georgia, who did not vote. Because uh, the damage that the, the left is doing to this country may be irrevocable, at least uh, in your lifetime. And your lifetime might be if you're 25, not just uh, my lifetime. H.R. 1, I will discuss, just passed. The joke, another joke, police uncover possible plot by militia to breach capital. We have this barbed wire fence around the Capitol. We have 10,000 National Guard, and you can't guard against some some so-called militia. This country's pathetic under, under Democrats' rule. Pathetic. Let these people come out and arrest them. Let's, let's, uh, let's be rid of these uh, people who want to breach the Capitol. I'm not even... I... I, I, I they should have done nothing, but you see, by scaring Americans, whether it's about COVID or masks or hydroxychloroquine and zinc uh, or, uh, or capital breaches or insurrections or endemic racism, that's how they gain power. Join the movement that's disrupting the left's monopoly on education. Join Prager University. Go to PragerUniversity.com and donate today.